all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Just a moment. There we are. It'll be just about a minute or so before we're up on YouTube and Facebook. Come on in, everybody. Let me know where you're watching from. Tell me where you're watching from. LWS, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. You can see I am not in Denver. I am in Atlanta, uh, Georgia, overlooking. Actually, right in front of me is, uh, I can see Midtown and Downtown and all of that. It is a gorgeous view. And super excited about that. Hey, Atlanta, good to see you uh, here working on um, uh, our pre-launch phase of our Atlanta location. Super excited about that. So come on in. Again, we'll be up on the Harvest channel and Facebook and YouTube in just a second. Uh, just a slight delay in getting started on those, but we'll be up in just a second. And so super excited about that. Good to see you, Atlanta. See lots of Atlanta. Let me say this. What are we doing, guys? Every single Monday night, we gather together to pray. Can everybody hear me and see me good? Every single Monday night, we gather together to pray for one hour. Why? Because the Bible teaches that when Jesus was in one of his most defining moments, that he gathered together with Peter, James, and John to pray for one hour. And he said to them, could you not pray with me for one hour? It was one of his most defining, one of his most crucial moments. And so we learned powerful lessons there about the importance of having the right people to pray with. It's not just about praying. It's about having the right people to pray with. And I need you to just say this, right people. Type that on the screen, right people. Tonight, as we gather together across a multitude of social networks on the Harvest Channel, on the Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church Facebook, Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church YouTube, which is up now um, on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, as we gather together to pray, you are with the right people. What does that mean? That we're going to get some results when we pray tonight. You better hear me. You're going to get some results when we pray tonight. <clears throat> he gathers Peter, James, and John, and they begin, uh, and he says, pray with me for one hour. So uh, it is about, that's where we get the concept of one hour from, when Jesus was in a defining moment. And hear me, every day of your life is a defining moment. What you decide to do today determines what you can have tomorrow. I'll say it again. What you decide to do today decides what you can have tomorrow. And the Bible is a book of decisions. Listen to me. It is not a book about destiny. It is a book about decisions. It is a book about the decisions that people made. If you look in Hebrews, the Bible talks about this great hall of fame of faith. It calls them the great clouds of witness, a cloud of witnesses. And it begins to list by faith. So-and-so did this by faith. This one did that by faith. This one did that by faith. This one did that. And what ends up happening consequently is that all of those, this is by faith. They did. It was, it's about decisions. And so the reason we pray is so that we can decide right because our decisions determine our future. 
I'll say it again. Our decisions determine our future. And so we want to thank God for that. All right. So listen, again, share this tonight. If you have not, if you have not shared this already, make sure that you share this on Instagram. Click the little triangle, DM it to somebody, text it to somebody. Harvest Channel, you can click the share button on your device in the app. You share the app with somebody. Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Let somebody know that we're on tonight. When you share, people get saved. Let me say this on Facebook. I need for you all on Facebook. I need for you to tag people. Let's get those views up on Facebook. I need you to begin to tag people on Facebook. All right. Tag people. Let, let's get those views up. Let's get those numbers up so we can reach as many people as possible. All right. So I says I had to do that today. Come on here. Um, and so uh, what we're going to do, we're going to go into prayer tonight uh, after a couple of quick announcements we got I, I i always pray about what we pray about and i'm excited about what the lord wanted me to have us to pray about uh tonight uh it's going to be very significant even as we're talking about decisions it's going to be very significant so uh let's pray father we honor you we bless you thank you lord for this day we thank you sir that this is the day that you have made and so we shall rejoice and be made glad in it. That is a conscious choice, God, that we make to rejoice and be made glad in it. We say, God, have your way. Get the glory now, even through prayer tonight, God. Guide our conversation. Guide our discussion. Guide what we pray. Prayer, God, is not a monologue where we just talk and say in Jesus name, amen. Prayer is a dialogue where you respond. We ask you to respond to us tonight, God. Respond to us with revelation. Respond to us with direction. Respond to us with clarity. Respond to us with courage. Respond to us, God, uh, uh, with uh, clear instructions on what to do next. Father, we thank you that your word is a book of decisions. People decided by faith they decided to do something and those decisions determine their future. Destiny is up to decisions. Our future is up to decisions. And so tonight, God, we cover every decision that we will make. We cover that in prayer. Watch me. The decisions that we make in prayer, we cover that in prayer tonight in the name of of Jesus. God, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Our sin, that's our mistakes. Our iniquity, that's our generational sin that's been passed down and around. And we ask you to forgive us, God, <clears throat> even for our transgression. That is our willful deviation from what we knew to be right. And God, we thank you right now in Jesus name that we are forgiven. And because we are forgiven, we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. I need you to type that on the screen. I'm bold. I'm bold. We will not come before you timid. We will not come before you with our head and with our head held low. We will not come before you fearful. We know that you hear us. And because you hear us, God, we must boldly make our request known to you. You you said in your word, God, we have not because we ask not. And so tonight, God, I declare that our ask, A-S-K, would be at another level. I pray that our ask, God, would be bold. I pray that our ask would be full of faith. I pray that our ask would be based on your word. In the name of Jesus, God, in this moment, we lay down every burden. So as we're praying over these next, God, now 53 minutes, we lay down every burden. We lay down every care and we focus on this time of prayer. I rebuke distractions. I rebuke distractions right now that would try to get us unfocused. I rebuke the phone ringing. I rebuke issues with the kids. Issues with the spouse, issues with your connection, issues with your automobile, issues with your device that you're watching it on. We come against that tonight in the name of Jesus, and we declare that we are focused. We are focused tonight, God, as we pray. And as we are focused, 
That focus will produce fortitude. That fortitude, God, will cause us to press forward. And for this, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. We cover everybody watching tonight, everybody watching on the replay, everybody that will listen to the podcast, God. We cover them right now in the blood of Jesus, which means when we approach the throne, you do not see us, but God, you see your blood. And when you see your blood, you said you cannot deny yourself. And since you cannot deny yourself, that means, Father, that the promises of God, this is why the word says, are yes, and they are a man. Why? Because when you see us, you see your blood and you cannot deny yourself. You cannot deny yourself. And we say we are your sons and we are your daughters. We are not orphans. We are not bastards. We are not fatherless. We are the sons and the daughters of the Most High God. Come on, whatever you are, son or daughter, type it on the screen. We are the sons and the daughters of the Most High God. And for this God, we say thank you. And for this God, we say thank you. And for this, God, we say thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We pray. Come on, every platform, everybody type amen right there. Again, guys, if you're just coming in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and make sure that you share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. Again, in case you came in a little late, uh, as you can tell, I'm not in Denver. I am in uh, Atlanta. I'm actually overlooking. I can see right out of my window here. I can see um, uh, Midtown and Downtown and all of that. Uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful view. Wonderful, wonderful day. I've been going since 3.30 this morning. I have not laid down or stopped once. Why? We ain't no punks out up in here handling God's business. All right? Not saying that if you're tired, you'd be a punk. I'm just joking. All right? But... I've been going since 3.30 this morning to make sure uh, that we uh, uh, get things moving forward uh, for our Atlanta location. So please keep that in prayer. Matter of fact, let's cover that in prayer. God, we cover the work that you've called us to do uh, here in the city, in this region, God. Uh, you told me, God, when we started Harvest 15 years ago, you said, son, I'm going to teach you how to do it here. And if you can do it here, you can do it anywhere. And so, God, we are only doing this because we are obeying your word, obeying your call. In the name of Jesus. So we cover Atlanta. Can I just get you to type the word Atlanta on the screen? We cover Atlanta. We cover this region, God. Every single person I talk to tells me the same words. People who are not related, people who don't come from the same backgrounds, they say, Bishop, Atlanta is waiting on you. This region needs you. They need your teaching. They need your word. They need your structure. They need your authoritative approach to teaching the word of God and, and building up warriors. This is what every person says today. I got a call <clears throat> from one of the uh, leaders of a school system today. I got a call from uh, a pastor that was in the area. I got a call. Every single person has said the same exact thing, God. And so for this, we cover this project. And God, we say that we are excited. We believe that you will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. God, we cover right now, even in this region, um, the uptick they're seeing in coronavirus. And just like we spoke in Denver and spoke a quick end to the coronavirus outbreak, we speak the same thing to this Atlanta region. We rebuke. Come on, I need you to pray with me. Type that word rebuke. We rebuke God an uptick in coronavirus cases. We rebuke an uptick in coronavirus deaths. We rebuke <clears throat> the Delta variant, the Alpha variant, Alpha, Data, Delta, Gamma, 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 whatever. We rebuke all of that and we take authority. I had to be here. We take authority in this atmosphere 
right now in the name of Jesus and we declare a swift end to this outbreak, a coronavirus outbreak and we speak health and we speak healing and we speak health and we speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we go further in prayer. We pray that you would blow our minds when it comes to the response when we go into the pre-launch phase, God, do exceedingly abundantly. Hey, Pastor, exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think right here uh, in this region, God. Send people from the north, the south, the east, and the west. We pray for the right facilities. We pray for the right staff. We pray for the right uh, 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 worship leaders, the right band leaders. Father, we pray for the right people in the right seats. God, give me a team like no other in this region right now. In the name of Jesus, God, for your glory. And we pray that we would see there's 60% unchurched and de people in this region, God. Use us as a catalyst, God, to start a fire. God, we thank you for all the great ministry that's already happening. You don't send us to repeat what's being done. You don't send us to copy or imitate what's being done. You send us to be changed. You send us to be changed. You send us to be changed. God, we are not supposed to take on the culture of the city. We are supposed to change the city. So we pray that we would be that change even as we come, God, in the name of Jesus. We rebuke, Father, any resistance. Come on, y'all, let's go. We rebuke any demonic resistance that would try to uh, uh, um, cause things not to move according to the timeline of God. That would cause extra difficulties, God, in the name of Jesus. We shut that down. Father, we recognize, uh, Paul said, 1 Corinthians 16, 9, he said, there's a great and effective door. The door was when he got after three, after failure, after feeling finished, after being forbidden on the fourth door, you call him to Macedonia. You called him, God, to a high place. And what has been our confession? That we are at the door. Not just Harvest, but all of us. Come on, everybody say, I'm at the door. We are at the door. Paul said, 1 Corinthians 16, 9, about that door. There's a great and effective door that is open for me. And what did he say? There are many adversaries. So God, right now we shut down the agitation of the adversaries. Look, you can see ATO right there behind me, right there. We shut down the agitation of any adversary right now whatever source it may be, whatever individuals it may be operating through, whatever systems, whatever structures it may be operating through, God, we shut that down now. And we thank you, Lord, that since the door is open, God says in Revelation, you open doors no man can shut, and you shut doors, Lord, that no man can close because you control the door. The only thing that adversary can do is try to suffocate us in the hallway. I rebuke suffocation in the hallway before we make up through the door. I need you to type this on the screen. I will not suffocate. God, this is not just for harvest, but for everybody watching prayer. Everybody watching the replay, Father, we are at the door, the door we've prayed for, the door of opportunity, the door we've sown for, the door, the door we've given for, the door, it, the light is green. And so, Father, at this light, we pray that we would not suffocate in the hallway be, uh, to try to, uh, for the enemy trying to keep us from going into and through that door. I pray and we rebuke the spirit of Python. We rebuke the spirit of Python. That spirit agitated Paul. That spirit um, taunted Paul and continued to call out Paul. And he got aggravated. And when he got annoyed and aggravated, he got angry. When he got angry, he took action. I pray that the areas, God, where we are angry, where we would take action and that action would shut the enemy down. 
I pray that we would not suffocate because we're being agitated. We would not suffocate because we're being annoyed in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. We thank you for that. We rebuke that spirit of Python now in the name of Jesus. And God, we cover this project and we say do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. We don't ask you for hundreds. Father, we call in thousands upon thousands upon thousands. Come on, I need you to type it. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands right here in this region that I am in right now, God, black people, white people, young people, people who are not as young as they used to be, uh, men and women, every background, every pedigree, God, everybody is included and nobody is excluded. Use us now for your glory. God, we cover what's happening in Denver right now, God. We thank you for our origin and our birthplace, God. You birthed us in a valley, Ezekiel 37. You said, God, uh, Father, you set the man of God in a valley of dry bones and said, can these dry bones live? There was, it was once an army and Ezekiel had to build an army in the midst of a valley. God, that's what Denver means. It means valley that was once green. You set me in a valley and said, build an army. And I thank you, God, for the army that you are building both in Denver and online across America and around the world. And that army, God, we're getting ready to take our first territory outside of where we were birthed. And so, Father, we continue to pray for continued advancement of what we do in Denver. Come on, y'all, pray with me. We continue to pray for continued advancement of what we do in Denver. In the name of Jesus, Father, we rebuke the spirit of the region that it, of its lethargy. We rebuke the spirit of the region of being low church attendance. We rebuke the spirit of the region of Jesus and Christianity being an option. But God, I pray you put a hunger and the people and the city of Denver and the Denver metro area, God, don't let it have to be another Columbine, God, before they get a de develop a hunger for the things of God. But we pray, God, that you would call them forth. Father, you set us in a place not to just duplicate a place but to change a place. Come on. We are the change. We are the change. Whatever city you're in, and if you're not in Denver or Atlanta, I need you to type your city. Matter of fact, even if you are, just type your city. Father, we cover every city right now because every place that anybody is watching is located. We are sent there to be changed. We are not there to just fit in. We are sent there to change the fit. And so I pray, God, that we would be the change you've sent us to be. Now is the time for the saints of the Most High God to rise up and to possess the kingdom. God, that's who you said we are. That's what you said we could have. And God, that is heaven's attributes in the earth. And we declare, right now, in the name of Jesus that we would be and manifest that change. We come against the spirit of complacency. We come against the spirit of complacency. We come against the spirit of complacency and we shut that down. Now, I pray that there would always be a drive in us to see the lost come to you. There would be a drive in us to see the unsaved come to you. There'd be a drive in us to see the unchurched and de-churched come to you. For this reason were we sent. You said, God, you didn't come for those that were well. You came for those that needed a doctor. Well, we all need a doctor. And we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that like the apostle Paul told Timothy, he said, do the work of the evangelist. God, it's not a title, it's a work. It's not a title, it's work. It's not position, it's work. God, use us to invite people everywhere we go. That's why I always say share. Because when we share, people get saved. Use us, God, online. Use us on Facebook. Use us on Instagram. 
Use us at Publix. Use us at King Supers. Use us at uh, Whole Foods. Use us at Target. Use us at Walmart. God, I pray that we wouldn't be able, if every time we interact with somebody, it would be like noise that would not let, uh, let us ignore inviting them to church inviting them to get the word. I pray that just like those sirens that are going on right now, it would be like a 911 situation. Come on, y'all, that we would see the lives of people through the lenses as if we don't give the gospel to them they will not hear it. If we don't invite them, they will not go to church. That we would take it that serious, God. God, I come against lethargy and Christians who are just trying to get blessed and not be a blessing. Come on. We are a blessing. You have blessed us to be a blessing. Come on, say, I am a blessing. We are a blessing. We are a blessing. We are a blessing. We are not just trying to get our stuff and not worry about anybody else. We're not just trying to make sure we good and not worry about anybody else. You have sent us, God, to be a blessing. And so we thank you for that now. In the name of Jesus, God, stir up the evangelist on the inside of everybody on prayer tonight and watching the replay on podcasts on all the different platforms. Stir up the spirit of the evangelist. Matter of fact, in the name of Jesus, I release the gift of the evangelist. Come on, let's go. I release the gift of the evangelist right now. I need you to say, I receive it. I release the gift of the evangelist. You said, and you gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers for the work of the ministry. God, that's a gift and spiritual gifts can be desired. I'm going to teach about it on Sunday at church. Spiritual gifts can be desired. I release the gift of the evangelist right now and every individual. That's not a title. It is a gift. That means that God would use you to invite people. The work of the evangelist is getting people to him getting people to church, getting people to the word. That's the work of the evangelist. And I pray right now, God, that that spirit and that gift, Lord, that it would be released. That it be released right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak with apostolic authority. And release that gift on Facebook, release that gift on YouTube, release that gift on Instagram, release that gift in our app, release that gift on the Harvest Channel, release that gift on Periscope video, release that gift right now in Jesus name. And I declare God that from this moment forward, that that's how we would see ourselves. We've been deployed. We've been deployed. We've been deployed and we are on assignment. We've been deployed and we are on assignment. We've been deployed and we are on assignment. We've been deployed and we are on assignment, God. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, let's take a break here. Everybody say amen. Listen, guys. Oh, my God. As you can tell, I'm stirred up, ready to pray. If you're just coming in, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. Um, listen, across every platform that we're on, so important that you share. When you share, people get saved, all right? And so that's so important that you do that. Again, if you came in late, as you can see, I'm in Atlanta. Well, well, you don't necessarily know that I'm in Atlanta unless you see this ATL thing right here. And I think only the, my middle shot can see that. I don't think my Instagrams can see that, but <clears throat> unless you saw that. Uh, but in, in Atlanta tonight, and um, I've been going since 3.30 this morning, so pray my strength. And I still got to get 10 miles done, and I still got to go to the gym, huh? And I'm sure going to get it done, all right? All right? Got to be consistent. Never allow, let me tell you, excuses are monuments to failure. Um, I changed it. I know there's a slightly different saying. I just don't accept excuses. I don't like to give excuses. I just like to get the job uh, done. And so that's just uh, it. We're going to get that done. Listen, um, if you're just coming in, I also want you to get our app. If you don't have our app, that's one of the best ways to stay connected to Harvest. 
Text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. He says, oh, you're a warrior. Oh, absolutely. Yesterday after church, preaching twice, meetings and all that kind of stuff after church. Um, and I still did. I did just, I think just shy maybe of 10 miles yesterday and still went to the gym. I was in that gym like, oh. <laughs> I was wore out, but I still did it. Uh, because I cannot ask the Lord. And I want to pray for your consistency. How many of you wave at me? This is a good segue here. You struggle with being consistent in the right things. You struggle with being consistent in the right things. Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. If you struggle with being consistent in the right things. I can't ask God to, 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 to give me a harvest on what I have not sown. If you have not sown consistency... You cannot expect to reap the harvest of consistency. You got me? If you have not sown diligence, you can't reap the harvest of diligence. So what is the what is the harvest of consistency? It is, watch me, consistent results. Consistent results. Um, I am in a I relentlessly pursue results. That's the type of person I am. I I have a goal, I'll meet it, I'll meet a new goal. I'll meet it, I'll create a new one, I'll create a new one, I'll create a new one. And for some of you, um, you need that covered in prayer. I, I'm anointed to be consistent. When the pandemic began, the Lord told me, he said, son, you continue. You keep doing it like it ain't nothing happened. So we kept doing two experiences. And several people said to me, well, why don't you just pre-record? And uh, I said, nope, that ain't what the Lord told me to do. Well, everybody else doing it. I said, listen, what you don't understand is I don't care what everybody else is doing. That's just not my thing. I have to do what I've been told to do. I have to stand in front of him for what he told me to do, not because of what old dude is doing. All right. Number one, no disrespect when I said that. Word. Um, I, several people said, well, why don't you just do one? I said, no, we did two before the pandemic. I'm not going to let some chick named Corona come up in here and change my flow. I did two, a 9-15, 11-15 before the pandemic. I did a Wednesday at 7 before the pandemic. I did prayer at 7 on Mondays before the pandemic. And in fact, if you've been sticking with me for a while, you know we added more. I started going live more. Um, we did all kind. Of, I said I'm not. I'm not doing that. And people said, "Oh well, no, you just do that, and you, you know, it would it cut down on energy and just you know, and then uh, the numbers because it just be one video, it'll be more numbers." I said, "But you don't understand, is that I am sowing a seed called consistency, and what I am told to do is to be consistent. All right, I want to cover you for those of you just raise your hand where you struggle with that." Can I even get you to type, if you're on a social channel, the area where you struggle being consistent? Where is that at? Where's that at? <clears throat> where's that at? Um, where's that at? Right. Someone said every day, it, virtually, right? I mean, we went Mondays and, and now it's almost like that again now. Mondays, Monday night prayer, Tuesday night preview, Wednesday night live, Thursday night, don't do nothing. Friday night, don't do nothing. Um, but we're about to have replays on Thursdays and Fridays for the September series. Um, and then Saturday night preview and then Sunday morning. There you go. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, that's corrode. Right. Only thing never made consistent. Wow. 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 All right. Time management. Come on. Gym, eating, health. This is good. Exercise, exercise. Uh, right. Chip, right. No, the Corona is the chick. Some chick named Corona. <laughs> health and fitness. Reading, this is good. Come on, exercise, tithing, tithing. Can I just talk about tithing real fast? Thank you for your honesty. Let me tell you why it's so important that you're a faithful giver. 
um, is because you, you cannot expect, like when I get up and talk about debt freedom and all that, none of that applies to non-tithers. None of that applies to inconsistent tithers. Like you, you, cannot, sub, you cannot subvert God's principle through prophecy. I'm going to say that again. You cannot subvert. Let me use a simpler word. You can't get rid of God's principle through prophecy. This is important because somebody can somebody can say to you, God's going to do this and this and this and this. Okay, but if the principles aren't in place, none of that's happening, period. The purpose of the prophecy is to reveal what God desires and intends to do if the principles are followed. And that's so very important. And so thank you for your honesty there. That is something you have got to be consistent in. And one of the best ways to be consistent in your tithing is to just is to automatically do it. So that's why I like text to give, because the moment I get anything, the moment I got something sitting in, 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 in something, I received something today. I let it sit there because I've been going all day. I let it sit there before I transferred it over because I said I need to make sure that I get my tithes because it doesn't move until God gets his first. He doesn't, doesn't move. And so for some of you, like God, you know, uh, just I'm looking for financial breakthrough. It doesn't belong to you if you're not a faithful giver. And pay attention, Malachi chapter three. And I'm just only talking about giving and tithing because that was brought up. And I think that's so important because next month's series in September is called Making Money Moves. And we're going to deal with the finances. We're going to deal with not just finances. We're going to deal with wealth. Uh, we're going to deal with the right mentality about money. Uh, it's going to be a really phenomenal series. It's going to be way more than just money itself. It's really about your personal business. Uh, it's, I'm so fired up about that series, um, the message titles <clears throat> that I gave me the other day. Um, but in that, Malachi chapter 3 says, but we have robbed the Lord in tithes and offerings. So the tithe was always designed to be a baseline. Like this is where you start. But, but the tithe is not the end. The tithe is the beginning. See, it, you start at 10%, but, but really where you see your increase is Luke 638 is what you give above that. And there's a bunch of teaching on our website, harvestsearch.church forward slash give. Um, but thank you for that, for being honest about that, because that's one of the areas sometimes people, you know, it's, uh, they'll, they'll get going and then they'll stop. They'll get going and then they'll stop. And then they wonder sometimes, well, God, why is this happening? And I want you to pay very close attention to this, guys. Then we're going to cover your areas of consistency and prayer. Because um, I want you to be consistent, especially in these last four. I need you to be consistent. Um, one more thing with that <clears throat> as relates to malachi it says you robbed me and your tithes and your offerings um your offerings are where you see increase coming to your life and the tithe was the baseline it's where you began but your offering is where you really see increase coming to your life all right um and so if you're inconsistent with sowing seed you're going to be inconsistent in getting a harvest it's just that simple it's just that simple and pay attention to malachi um, because somebody may say, well bishop i don't tithe and, I, and i'm doing good financially say, mm -mm, mm -mm, you, you, you don't understand the bible number one Number one, that's deception and delusion. But here's number two. That's him, number two. He says, you are cursed with a curse. Pay attention. God says, for some, a curse means an empowerment to fail. For some, it may not be as painful. Financial issues may not be painful, but the area that will hurt may be in their relationships. So in withholding your tithe and your faithful giving, watch me, you're cursed with a curse. He didn't say the curse was going to necessarily be on your finances. Did everybody hear what I just said? Did everybody hear what I just said? I'm going to say it again. He says, you are cursed. Malachi chapter three. He says, if you withhold your tithes and offerings, he says, you're cursed with a curse. 
He did not say what the curse would be. He did not say what area it would be. So for some financial struggle, they don't care that money is not, a, they don't really care about money. Money's not their thing. But you know what they do care about? Their kids. And their kids treat them like trash. And that's what hurts. That's where they're cursed. Y'all better hear me today. Right? Money may not be their issue. Money may not be their problem. But you know what it is? Their self-esteem is. So they never, ever seem to feel good enough about anything. That's Malachi 3. I'm giving you Bible. Come on, y'all. See, consistency always has, I could teach you this, an unintended consequence. Inconsistencies always have an unintended consequence. Incons can I get a few of y'all to type that on the screen? Tweet me that. Insta story me that. Inconsistencies always have an unintended consequence. So for some, it, it, money's not their thing. They don't care nothing about money. They could care less, but they could go set a million dollars on fire and would be fine. But you know what they really want is they really want somebody to love them and they, and, and they have not been able to secure that because that's the area. They really want to get along with their spouse and them and their spouse can't be together for more than three hours. They can't take road trips because they, they can't stand being around one another. Why? He says, you are cursed with a curse. He says some area is going to be empowered to fail and it may not be money because money may not be what hurts. Did y'all hear what I just said? Who just got a revelation right there? Because God says, no, this is bigger than money. Wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is. This is about you. This is about you. And he says, and if I don't have your money, I don't have you. And if I don't have you, you look out for yourself. That's what this is about. Yeah, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart is. Treasure there means uh, where we got our word, uh, the sorrows in Greek, which means, which means money. God says, if I don't get, if I don't have your money, I don't have you. And if I don't have you, guess what? There's going to be an area of your life that will be empowered to fail. And it may not be the area of money because you don't really even care about it. But you do care about, watch me, your relationship with your parents and you can't ever seem to get it right. You can't stand them. They can't stand you. That area is cursed with a curse, right? And you like, and you don't even realize it's your lack of faithful giving that has that area that won't work. I can teach this thing. You hear me? Let's cover it. God, right now, in Jesus' name, we cover the areas of consistency that were just typed on every digital platform, God. And if you're on Uncommon Gospel or the Harvest Channel or the app, open your mouth and say it. We cover right now. Every area of inconsistency, God. And we pray, Lord, that starting tonight on the 23rd day of August, Father, that we would begin to be consistent in the right areas. We would begin to be consistent in the right areas. Consistency always has a cost. Consistency always has a cost. There's always a sacrifice that goes with consistency. And I pray tonight in the name of Jesus that we would be willing and able to pay the cost to be consistent. Consistency requires payment. It requires sacrifice. It requires taking action over and over and over again. But the people that are winning, but the people that are winning, <clears throat> but the people that are winning, are those that are consistent. I speak consistency right now in the name of Jesus. Can I get you? If you typed an area where you have inconsistency, speak this over your life and type it. Say it and type it. I am consistent. Come on, say it and type it. I am consistent. I am consistent. And for that, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. That's another good one-liner too. Consistency always has a cost. Somebody ought to tweet that to me, Insta story that to me. Consistency. 
<clears throat> always has a cost. Look, I went and got this. I got, got a, I got, look, I got a big old thing of water there. Put a little ice on it. All right. Consistency always has a cost. Um, you have to pay what others are unwilling to pay, but then you get to live how others are, un are unable to live. That's another good one-liner. With consistency, you have to pay what others are unwilling to pay, but you get to live how others are unable to live. God, that's good. God, that's good. Right? I, it's a, just little one-liners. You know, I like Revelation, but sometimes one-liners are good too. All right. You you have to pay what others are unwilling to pay, but you get to live how others are unwilling to live. You got me. Um, since I was a kid, I always had to, you know, I got in the ministry early. I got in the business early. I, I was always in front of people and doing things in front of people. And so I had to pay a price that other people that other people just weren't unwilling to pay. While other people were doing stuff. I was at church while other people were doing whatever i was handling business um and i had to pay that price but guess what i paid a price others were unwilling to pay and so god has been good to me and so i god is good so when you pay a price others are unwilling to pay you literally get to live how others are unable to live it's not that they're unwilling they're unable can't even do it but when you oh but when you are consistent I pray you're consistent in your giving. Come on, in your faithful giving. You're consistent in your serving. You're consistent in your fitness. You're consistent in your exercise. You're consistent in growth. You're consistent in, consistent in church attendance, in the building or online. You are consistent in what you do. You are consistent. Consistency is attached to your name. Consistency is attached to your name. Wherever your name is, there is consistency. You are consistently the top performer at your job. You are consistently not being caught up in negative emotions. You are consistently get, uh, in better health and better fitness. You are consistently better. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody. Woo! Say amen. Somebody you need to put that on your social media. And when you do it, tag me in it. Consistency is attached to my name. Uh, the scripture says he is faithful, faithful, consistent. Um, and since we are Christians, and, and if you're not a Christian, I'm going to give you a moment to do that in a moment. And we want to be Christ-like. What does that mean? That if consistency is attached to his name, consistency should be attached to our name. Wherever our name is mentioned, consistency should be there. They'd be like, ah, you know what? they're consistent they're that's this is why as a shepherd as a shepherd i pay attention and let me just say this even to my digital family i may not we may not talk i may not necessarily see you on a tuesday night prayer or a preview a saturday preview you may not come up for prayer but you need to know as a shepherd i pay attention i look at these comments i pay attention and i look for consistency i'm like who's always there and when i don't see somebody i i'll call about in the spirit i'll say Lord, where is so-and-so Lord, what is so-and-so doing? Right? Lord, what is so-and-so doing? Lord, get them. Snatch them up. Snatch them back. Get them back on track. Get them back doing what it is they're supposed to do. Why? Because when you because when you become consistent, when you break consistency, watch me, then it creates a cause. A cause for a call. A cause for action. You got what I'm saying? So I just need y'all to know that. Don't think, well, he don't even know who I am. Oh, no, I... I, 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 we may have never spoken, but I know who you are. 
I know who you are. I can't respond to every message I get. When I got off the plane I had today, just this morning, I had 75 text messages when I got off the plane. 75 new text messages when I got off the plane. And I had zero when I got on the plane. All right? So uh, I may not be able to respond to everybody's message, um, but I certainly, certainly, certainly um, want you to know that I know who you are and you matter to me. All right, let's go. Here's what I'm going to cover. Let's move in prayer. Again, if you're just coming in, like the video. Tell us uh, where you're watching from and share this video. Like the video. Tell us where you're watching from and share this video. All right. Um, when you share, people get saved. So um, one of the things the Lord told me, and, and I said I was going to share a little bit um, on Saturday, and I did share a little bit of it, um, is um, just a couple of phrases that I want to absolutely just saying a couple of phrases um, um, that um, that we're going to cover in prayer. And one of them is if you've been in our series, um, The Ghosts and the Gifts, and if you want to get caught up on the series, the only thing you have to do is get our app. How you sound, Phil? Only thing you have to do is get our app, text um, Harvest to 877-552-4746. Can I get a few of y'all to put that on every platform? And you can get our app. When you get our app, that's the best way to stay connected to Harvest. All right. This is, I like this artwork back here. Um, this is the theater district that I'm in. And so you have the Fox Theater theater and a bunch of other things right over here and uh so this this i like that art that's cool art anyway i'm just paying attention to it now because i'm looking at it right here <laughs> so anyway um you want to get our app when you get our app that's the best way um to stay connected um to us and get everything um that we got going now let me say this um in that <clears throat> one of the things that um if you pay attention to the series we talked to the first message is about being spirit led and we talked about how sometimes the spirit will lead thank you sometimes when the spirit's leading um god's leading the spirit leading you doesn't require him explaining to you and i talked to you about how the apostle fall apostle paul well you know it's about 50 million peach streets down here um i don't know where i'm at i don't know what street i'm on um because i don't know uh, i just the only thing i just gotta say this real quick and we gotta move in prayer I go back to one of my first times in the Atlanta area. Actually, it was when I was being consecrated bishop. I was actually consecrated bishop here in Tucker, Georgia, which is Atlanta Metro. So in many ways, um, the Lord had me put my feet in this area years ago, November 4th, 2006. The Lord had me put my feet in this area um, because he would have us to do work in this area. But anyway, so I, um, I ended up, uh, we, I was looking for a restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants. And uh, didn't know where it was. And um, and at that particular time, uh, you know, 06, like navigation on phones and stuff like wasn't that wasn't a thing. That wasn't popping. That wasn't a thing to do. And so I remember asking this lady uh, on downtown. I remember asking her, I said, where is, you know, um, the restaurant? She says, uh, I said, is is we went down on Ponce de Leon and she said, you mean Ponce de Leon? I said, no, baby, it's Ponce de Leon. She's going to try to correct me. You mean Ponce de Leon? <laughs> That's just that so funny to me. Because she was trying to check me and correct me like, no, it's Ponce de Leon. <laughs> like, no, it's Ponce de Leon. See, one of them people that say axe. A-X-E instead of ask. <laughs> she wanted people to say minds. <laughs> and I'm not beating you up if you say it like that, okay? Have fun. You got to have fun. 
He goes, she gonna check me. You mean Ponce de Leon? Yeah, Ponce de Leon is over there, baby. I said, okay, enough for the fight with this lady, but it is not Ponce de Leon, all right? Listen, okay, all right, back to prayer. Let's go, let's be spiritual. All right, here we go. So um, um, Paul, the Spirit's leading him. And in Acts chapter 16, the Bible says something interesting. It says that he goes to these three different places, which were the natural progression of journey. And you got to understand your journey is not going to be one, two, three. Your journey is going to be 179, 2, negative 5, 17, 35, 100. Did you catch what I just said? Here's how we think life is supposed to go. One, then two, then a three, then a four. That's not how it works with God. With God, um, your journey will not necessarily go in a chronological sequence that makes sense to you. I, let's cover this in prayer. Because for some of you, watch me, you need to release control over the process. Mm, who am I talking to right now? The reason you feel like the process isn't right or is not going right is because you have you want to control it. You want it to be one, two, three, and four, five, six. And God is like, no, it's gonna be one seventy-two. I'm gonna show you something in your that you're gonna do in your future. But watch me. I'll bring you to a city to have you see something in a city, and then take you out of that city to only bring you back. 15 years later and say, I, I, I want you to, to look at some things in that area. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right? Um, he will have you looking at something, doing something. And you'll be like, God, why in the world did you even have me doing this? It is because um, in his process, his process is providential. And I want to cover that in prayer because many times the reason we feel like things are wrong and something isn't going good is because we're like well it's supposed to be one two three four five and god it's not that and the devil is busy no this ain't even the devil what if i told you that the erratic process you've been in was god father in jesus name we give you glory and we give you honor we release control Woo! right now of our process, of our process to make progress. We release control of our process to make progress. We release control. Somebody needs to type that. We release control right now, God, of our a process to get progress, God. We will not try to control it and be angry if it does not go in our chronological sequence that makes sense to us. One, two, three, four, five. We release that control to you tonight in the name of Jesus. And we say, God, you be God. We will be your sons and daughters, but you will be our father. You will be God. We are led by the spirit. We are led by the spirit, God. And sometimes that leading doesn't make any sense to us because it's spiritual. It is not natural. It is not a natural sequence. It is a spiritual sequence. I pray that we would take that pressure off. Somebody in here, come on in Brazil, somebody in here needs to just breathe. Somebody on one of these platforms, you just literally need to take a deep breath. Why? Because you have literally been stressing yourself out, losing hair, losing weight, gaining weight, not eating, eating too much, got gray hairs, uh, uh, got gray hairs on parts on body parts you ain't supposed to have gray hair you are literally stressed out not sleeping because you won't control you don't understand your process i need you to breathe is she under bahia god we exhale whew, and we breathe and we breathe 
and we breathe and we breathe. We release control to you right now. And we say, God, whatever you're doing, however you want to do it, we're good. Come on. This is what I ended on Sunday. Whatever you're doing, however you're doing it, we are good. We are good. We are good. We are good. The Apostle Paul said, for the sake of Christ, then I am content, which in Greek means I'm good. I find pleasure in it. I'm looking for God in it. I'm looking for God in it. I'm looking for God in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I see a question. Where can I view the 1115? On our app. So the... um. Um, there was a question coming in about um, the 915 and the 1115 experience. And I, again, the 1115, I said a lot of stuff I did not say uh, at the 915. And this is why it's always good um, to look at both. Because if you all have ever seen, neither message is ever exactly the same. The Holy Ghost does what he does. And, uh, and so in all of that, um, you can always on our app and on our website, um, not on our website, but on our app, you will always be able to see um, all of the messages, the select, whether it was selected or not. I generally, on a Sunday, I will select one of them, either the 915 or the 1115, and that's the one that goes to the podcast. That's the one you'll see on YouTube. You can also look at both experiences always on Facebook. They, they, they're not deleted. They won, won the unselected one used to get deleted. They're not deleted anymore. Everything stays up on Facebook. All right. Uh, on our website, you'll just see um, the selected one. All right. And that's so that um, we do that on purpose so that unless you watch them, a person, a brand new person would know the difference between the two. They were like, well, did I do the nine or do I do the 11? They don't know. So that's why we, we, uh, we do it that way. All right. What's the app? All you have to do is text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746 and you'll be able to get that. You'll be able to get that. Uh, do you do, do you do, can you shoot me? Are you in Atlanta? E, that's me. Are you in Atlanta? If I remember correct in my comments, I think I saw you were in Atlanta. If you're in Atlanta, can you shoot me a message right after? I see what your profession is and the Lord has need of you. All right. All right. So, so would you shoot me that right afterwards? All right. So you can do that. Okay. Um, that's the best way to get our app. So listen, guys. Um, oh my goodness. It's 949. Oh my goodness. Time is flying in prayer. Um, right. Would you would you shoot me your um, would you just shoot me a message right after or you can even do it now um, because the Lord has need of you. All right. <clears throat> so listen, see, got to do it. Only do it. Um, so let's cover this. Um, Paul, Acts 16, his process is erratic. It's all over the place. The next sequence in his process, the next sequence, it should all right. If you go to the, uh, the app and click on the harvest channel, all of them are there. They're all in there. And if for some reason you don't see them, just shoot an email to hello and they can put them out for you. But and if you click on Harvest Channel and say like watch live or watch messages or something like that, if you click on Harvest Channel, they're always both in there, 915 and 1115. Um, so listen, um, he has this erratic journey. How many of you feel like your journey is erratic? Like your journey has been all over the place. Wave at me. Wave at me. I, can I be honest? I can. I sometimes feel that way. As much as I am consistent, pay attention. My journey, my journey, whoa, my journey. Got it? And this is one of the reasons why you have to be consistent. 
because you don't get to let your journey make you inconsistent. God, I pray tonight against our excuses because our journey has been inconsistent, yet you require consistency from us. Jesus, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that even though our journey has been inconsistent, even though some of what's around us has been inconsistent, you require consistency from us. You, you require consistency from us. And for this, God, we thank you and we thank you. How can we remain consistent? Because of the Holy Spirit. Let's go up. Father, you said that if we were filled with your spirit in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, that we would get power. We would get ability. That means abundance. It means meaning. It means might. It means miracle working. It means strength. It means the ability to do mighty works. Violence is to be focused and unwavering. It means pecuniary ability. That is the influence that comes with wealth and riches. It means moral power. That's the ability to say yes when we need to say yes. No when we say need to say no. And excellence, God. You said that you would give us power. We are empowered by your spirit. We're empowered by your spirit to be consistent. We're empowered, God, by your spirit. Even if our journey is inconsistent, we are empowered to be consistent. So tonight, God, we ask for a refill of your Holy Spirit right where we're at. Holy Ghost, I loose you right now in the name of Jesus across every platform. Holy Spirit, refill your people right now. I need everybody to open your mouth and say it and type it. Say, Lord, refill me with your spirit. Lord, refill me with your spirit. And I pray, God, that they would even sense that there's a difference, that they would sense that there's a difference in their house. They'd sense that there's a difference around them. They'd sense that there's a difference even now, right now. They'd sense that there's a difference. They'd sense, Father, heighten their sensitivity to sense that they have just gotten a refill. Heighten their sensitivity to sense that they've just gotten a refill. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, let's just go up and release a praise. Father, we give you honor. We bless you, sir. We bless you, sir. We bless you, sir. We bless you, sir. We thank you, sir. We glorify you, sir. We magnify you, sir. We lift you high. We lift you high. We lift you high. We lift you high right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh, God. Amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right? So, so, so Paul's journey is inconsistent. He remains consistent. And if you remember, and I'm going to get to this real fast because we're about to run out of time. You remember um, three places Paul tries to go. And the Bible says, and the spirit shut it down. How did the spirit shut it down? One time the spirit shut it down. And the Bible says he was forbidden to go somewhere. The second, and this, remember, this is the next chronological order. So to Paul, it's like, this makes sense. This is the next thing I need to do. This makes sense. Like, like, okay, let me just give you a practical example. Like, okay, I got my bachelor's. The next thing that makes sense is getting my master's. But watch me. Here's how it might end up for you. You got your bachelor's. The next thing may be you end up doing something that has nothing to do with the degree that you got because the purpose of the degree was to teach you how to finish who am I talking to tonight? All right. Who am I talking to tonight? Right? Um, I'm just using that as an example. Just using an example. Um, and so <clears throat> the first place he tries to go, Asia, it means to go outside of God's will. And um, it wasn't that God 
want didn't ever want him to go to Asia because in Acts 19, somebody says, get out of my pocket, sir. Listen, that's my job. And Acts and Acts chapter 19, he goes to Asia and preaches to all of Asia in two years and three months. What was known of Asia? All right, he wasn't all the way over in the Mandarin and all, you know, all that. He, he wasn't in the Tibet and all that. What was known, what was Asia to the Roman Empire? And so <clears throat> he preaches it to two years and three months. So delay wasn't denial. Delay wasn't denial. Delay wasn't denial. And there's something I've been saying. I heard a man of God say it, and I love it. And I've been saying it for so much, so many times, so many months now. Is every delay is to our benefit. Um, because if it happens for you now, there's something you couldn't anticipate. Can I be honest with you? Um, we were we, since I'm in Atlanta. Let's just use this for example. Um, the original plan was that Atlanta was to launch back in March of 2020. Does anybody know anything else that happened in March 2020 in America? Old girl named Corona. Right? I'm saying that in a joking way, right? Um, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that you delayed this, God. Because listen, we would have had the expense of facilities, the expense of additional uh, personnel, the, all these different things. We would have had expenses um, that you would not have been able to uh you know to to take a look at because you would have just launched the church you would have just launched it so the people haven't gotten an opportunity to bond with the man of god they haven't gotten an opportunity to connect with the man of god like it would have been hey gotta go bye got it uh we were gonna we wanted some of the marketing things we we're gonna do that we're gonna release on certain days that would have hit during the shutdown days but every delay you better talk to me today i've never shared that every delay is to our benefit, to our benefit, to our, absolutely, absolutely. So we, and again, what did God do? Through delay, he'd allowed us to prosper in the midst of a pandemic. For many of you, there are things you wanted to do, but the Lord said, mm -mm. he's like, mm -mm, mm -mm, not now, not, we ain't doing this right now. You're going to do it. In fact, I told you to do it, but we're not doing it now. Woo, come on. Father, help us to see that every delay is to our benefit. God, I got three minutes and I got to go. Help us, God, to see that every delay is to our benefit. Here's the second um, thing, and I've taught you this before. It's in this series, The Ghosts and the Gifts. You can go catch up on it in the podcast or, the, or our app. Second place he tries to go, um, Bithynia. It, it literally means violence rushing in in Greek. It would have ended up bad for Paul had he went there. Now, remember, it's the next logical sequence. So it's like one. OK, well, one didn't work. Let me go to two. The Bible says um, that he fails in an attempt to go to Bithynia. Can I tell you that sometimes your failures were, listen to me, were ordered by the father. Why you ain't shouting? Why are you not shouting? Why are you not shouting? Sometimes your failures, sometimes your failures are, not all of them, some of them are you. Some of your failures, though, were ordered by the Father. The Bible says it was a failed attempt to go into Bithynia because had he gone into Bithynia, it, violence would have rushed in. Violence would have rushed in. In other words, it would have been bad for Paul. Some of you are like, oh my God, the, the relationship failed. You were about to marry a whole, I can't say what I was going to say. You were about to marry somebody you did not need to marry. And you better be grateful that that uh, 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 that engagement failed. 
You know, oh my God, I almost got to the closing table and it didn't go through. You were about to buy an asset that had a bad foundation that the inspector lied about. I just gave the word of knowledge for somebody. Who is that for? Who is that for? That's a word of knowledge for somebody. The Lord just shared that. Somebody, you just found out why that couldn't go through. It was a foundation issue. You better hear me, right? Sometimes your failures, oh my God, are ordered by the failure. Father, Father, show us which failures you ordered. Show us which failures you ordered. Show us, God, which failures you ordered. Because there are certain things, God, that, that we uh, have failed at. And, but in failing, God, uh, it was ordered by you in Jesus' name. Um, the, for the comment ending in 44, make sure, make sure that uh, we, we're going to cover that in prayer. Um, tell me the state of your, where state is your church in? Just tell me the state. Just tell me the state. All right. Here's the third thing, guys. And then I, I got to go because we're, we're right at time. Because, um, if listen, if you don't know the failures that he ordered, you will miscategorize that. You will miscategorize that. Every delay is to your benefit. Every delay is to your benefit. Y'all better hear me. Every delay is to your benefit. There are certain things that God's like, mm -mm, this is not going to be good right now. But Lord, didn't you tell me? You told me to do it. I did, but not now though. We're not going to do it now. In Japan, we're going to cover you. We're going to cover you. We're going to cover you. All right? Here's the third place he goes. Third place he goes, Mishia. Mishia, place of uh, or, uh, Achilles. Um. Uh, place of Achilles. It would have brought out his weakness. It would have brought out his weakness. Um, it would have been devastating. There are certain things that God was like, if I put that on you, you're not strong enough for that yet. You break too easy. You crumble too easy. You give up too easy. You cry too easy. You stop too easy. I want to cover this in prayer because there are certain things that God is like, I'm trying to fix your Achilles heel. I'm trying to fix your Achilles heel. And if I put this on you, you will break. You will crack. You say you're ready because you're excited about it, but you're not prepared for it. I could get up. I, matter of fact, I'm just going to spin. Spin. <laughs> spin. Like... You're like, God, I, Lord, I'm ready for this. I mean, he's like, no, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. This is going to require more work. You don't get no naps for this position, but this position. Not during the week, at least. You're not. And so God was like, no, this is going to, if I put this on you, you're going to, it will literally, the weight of it will crush you. So God says, I'm trying to fix your Achilles here. What's the story of Achilles? Achilles in, in Greco-Roman mythology, Achilles was very strong, except he had this small cut on his, on his, on his heel, which became known as our Achilles heel. So literally carried over from Greco-Roman mythology into medicine, because that's what we call it today, the Achilles heel. Um, and in all of that, it literally represents the area of a great weakness for a person, what can become a person's downfall. So we're going to cover this in prayer and then and then I got to go. Father, that's prophetic for you. He said it's been hurting. Sometimes your body will prophesy. Mm, this is deep, right? Sometimes your body will prophesy. There's a comment on, on the Bishop Foreman Instagram that says, my Achilles has been hurting for weeks. Pay attention. Now, there's a natural piece. So you want to get that looked at by a medical doctor, all right? But sometimes your body will prophesy. Got it? 
um, sometimes your body will literally begin to prophesy to you. And I don't have time to walk you through that uh, in scripture because I'm already over time. But um, just, just your body will sometimes prophesy to you. It will say to you what God is trying to say to you. You got it? Look, he showed me that I was uh, not prepared, though I was excited about a change. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover right now, God, every um, area where you literally, it felt like he was finished. So he's forbidden to go to one place. He feel, he he's, uh, 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 fails trying another place. And then, Father, he feels finished because he can't get to Mishael. And God, we pray that the areas you were protecting us because the weight and the pressure would have been too much for what we were prepared for and what we were ready for. God, in Jesus name, we say thank you. Come on, prayer. We're almost out of here. It's 1003. We're almost out of here. We say thank you. 1003 Eastern. We say thank you, God, for the areas that uh, you literally were protecting us from activating the Achilles. You were protecting us from the weight that we would not have been able to carry. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. There's more that I love to cover in prayer, but we are out of time. Two things I want to do. First, if prayer bless you, I want you to sow into prayer. Always bless what blesses you. How can you sow? All you need to do is text the word or uh, you can, um, excuse me, use, um, use to text to give is what I'm thinking of is uh use the cash app dollar sign bishop foreman with the number two at the end cash app dollar sign bishop foreman with the number two at the end boom there is it that if i could get somebody to put that over here that'd be great and you can also use paypal venmo zale givelify in given if you want to give through crypto crypto is on the way up um so if you want to give through that you can give through that tonight was so awesome thank you bishop praise god my pleasure you can give through that also. Again, I want to encourage you to sow. Um, Bishop, what should I sow? Sow 25, sow 50, sow 75, sow 100, sow 5. Um, so I am a sower. I, you, you can't you beat me. I'm a sower. I just am. I had my phone ready to go while I was traveling this last week. So that the moment it was offering time, I said, now, if the man of God gives an amount, that's what I'm giving. It wasn't even a question. That if he doesn't give an amount, I know, I know what I want to give. It's just that simple. Um, and I encourage you to do that, all right? But Paul, the scripture says, if I give you spiritual things, he says, then I have a right to receive your natural things. That's the apostle Paul saying that. So I just encourage you to sow. All right, uh, last thing I wanna do is if you're not a Christian tonight on any platform, number one, God's coming to get you. There's good news. What's the good news? The bad news is wrong. The good news is that you don't have to live in hell. The good news is that you don't have to die and go to hell. The good news is that if you have a pulse, God still has a plan. The good news is that the only way to access that plan is through the Prince of Peace. The good news is that the Prince of Peace is called Jesus. The good news is that if you're hearing this right now, that means God has not given up on you. So the good news is the bad news is wrong. If you need to become a Christian right now, this is your opportunity. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, you've been in and out, you've been slipping and sliding, you've been sliding to the left, sliding to the right, you've been crisscrossing, you've been doing all that, and you need to recommit yourself to the Lord tonight, do it. And thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, to be honest, I don't even really know, but I want to be sure. Let's be sure tonight. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, I want you to do the hand wave emoji. Say it's me on every platform on the, on the Harvest Channel, Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. You're just going to say it because you don't have a chat. All right. One, two, three. Respond right now. If that's you, respond right now. We're almost out of here. It's 10.06. We're six minutes over. All right. But do that hand wave emoji. 
or say it's me right now. Either become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure wherever you are at, no guilt, no shame, no condemnation. Do that hand we emoji or say it's me. Come on, whatever platform you're on, whatever platform you are on, whatever platform you are on, come on, whatever platform you're on. Thank you so much. While we're doing that, I want to cover that prayer that I said. Father, we pray for the individual in Japan uh, that uh, dealing with some challenges. I see you. I see you forever. I see you. Uh, we that's dealing with some challenges. God, we cover her. We cover her situation right now. God, move and Father, I pray that you would shut down that attack. Get her to the right people, to the right source, to the right voice to follow. In Jesus' name, Amen. Come on, I see you. Come on, heaven is rejoicing. People are responding, y'all. Come on, I need you to celebrate and I need you to respond. I'm gonna count you down, five. Do that hand wavy emoji or say, it's me. You're like, Bishop Foreman, I don't wanna do it and everybody see me. Listen, you don't have no guilt here. You are Bishop Foreman, you are safe. This is a safe place. Um, nobody's gonna judge you. Nobody's gonna uh, see your response and get in your inbox and say, what you doing? No, nobody's gonna do that. And if they do, you check them. You send them to me and I will gladly send somebody to check them. Cause that's not me and that's not my spirit to how I operate. But the Bible says with love and compassion did he draw them. All right. Five. I'm waiting on you. Four. I'm waiting on you. You need to respond. Do it right now. Hand wave emoji says to me. Become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Three. Waiting on you. Two. Waiting on you. One. I see you. All right. Let's go. Everybody pray this for me. I don't care if you say pray with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my savior give me the grace to run this race in jesus name amen i need you to text the word decision if you just prayed that prayer through the phone number 877-552-4746 listen once you get saved you need a shepherd and i'm going to talk to you about that when you shoot that text i'm going to talk to you about that when you shoot that text you need a voice to speak life into your life Bishop, how do I know who that is? I'm going to teach you that when you send that text, text decision. This is why I want you to send a text. Because I'm going to teach you everything you need to know and everything you need to do next. Amen. Guys, I love you. I know we're about nine minutes over now. So we'll be about 10 minutes over. I pray prayer bless you tonight. Uh, I will. Uh, we will still have our preview tomorrow night. Of course, I don't miss church. So I'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, actually, I'll be back tomorrow. But um, so, but, um, but at any rate. Thank you for praying for me. I appreciate you. We're going to take prayer requests tomorrow night on the preview on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. So hop on that tomorrow night. It's 9 o'clock Mountain, 11 o'clock Eastern. I'm going to give you a preview of Wednesday night's message, which is going to be amazing. All right. I love you guys. Go so if this blessed you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Um, go so if this blessed you. How do you do that? Uh, again, uh, use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. PayPal, Vidmozelle, GiveLify, and Given. That's our way to give through crypto. All of the emails for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. I got a bunch of miles to go run, and I got a gym to get to, and I have to be up at dark 30. So I got to go. Love y'all. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. Love you. And you all last. Love you. Shalom. 
all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. 